Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Dak Leonarachi. Dak is the head of data and technology at NRG Energy, a nearly $30 billion revenue company in the energy sector. Dak is an unusually seasoned data executive, having held data roles at companies like Hilton and Catalina Marketing prior to taking on his current role, which marries the traditional IT department responsibilities with that of a data team. Dak manages these two separate teams, and I look forward to hearing about the advantages of having a single executive over each. I also look forward to getting his perspectives on data strategy, on energy's emphasis on consumer products and services, and the role data and technology play in sustainability, among a variety of other topics I'm sure we'll cover. Dak, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Peter, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure is mine, certainly. Well, Dak, uh, you are the head of data and technology at NRG Energy. And I, for those who may be less familiar with it, uh, maybe provide a quick overview of the business, if you would. Sure. Um, NRG is a Fortune 200 integrated energy and home services company. Serves about 6 million customers throughout North America. And we, as a company, offer retail electricity and gas for homes and businesses and home services while operating power generation assets. Um, and, and that's really what we do. Uh, and I, as you know, our homes are becoming the hub for everything. We now enjoy a digital enabled lifestyle, whether that's ordering a meal from the comfort of a home or taking a, a morning meeting virtually, we have more freedom than ever to invest in that what matters most. And that's why energy is doing something different. We've evolved our business to include power and home services. We envisage becoming a home concierge business for our customers, bringing them peace of mind, customization, and convenience. So we're bringing energy and technology and making it simple so that you can spend your time doing other things. Well, thank you for that overview, Doc. I appreciate that. And I'd love to hear more about your, your purview. I mentioned you're the head of data and technology, uh, so two, two parts at least to the title. Talk a little, little bit about um, uh, what is under your purview with, uh, w w as the head of data and technology, if you would. Sure, sure. So I, I joined NRG to set up a new enterprise data and analytics function. So it was a new function within, within the company. We have data and analytical capabilities across our business. Uh, and, and what we're doing is building out an enterprise view and to connect the dots right across the value chain. And that's really the remit of, of the, the data, or we'll call it the data team going forwards. Um, and then the technology team is, the, uh, is a traditional IT organization that does everything from um, infrastructure to building and making sure our applications are running and optimized for our business needs. So, so those literally are the two, two big elements of, of my organization. And you, you have been a chief uh, data and analytics officer and data officer multiple times over at organizations like, like uh, Hilton and Catalina Marketing, for example, uh, uh, separate from uh, the person who runs all of IT in those cases. Talk a bit about the advantage of having a, a, a person who's ultimately responsible for both sides of that, as you've just described? Yeah, it's a good question. I, 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 I do believe that they, they go hand in hand. I view data as really the fuel of the business. It touches everything. It touches all elements of the business. Uh, and that's everything for, in the, the, the case of NRG, everything from generation at our power plants all the way to products and, and customer. Um, and that will help drive business performance as we connect those dots. And I really see IT as the engine. It takes the fuel, the data fuel, uh, to really optimize, optimize the business further with, with solutions. 
um, that, that will generate further value by knowing more from the business. So I, I think that's, that's how I see it. I, I also see that there's actually a good tension. And the reason I've kept the two functions very separate is I, I do see a, a, a good tension because our objectives are somewhat slightly different. The business is driving more of the, the business engagement, trying to answer the business questions. Uh, and the technology group are doing the things that IT have traditionally done and then looking at how do we think about innovation and using the data team to help with that innovation as we think about new scalable optimized platforms. And talk a bit about the scale of each side of your organization. How many people in IT versus uh, the data side, for example? So, so organizationally, if we include uh, contingent workers, we're probably about 70 on the data side uh, and approximately 1,200 on the IT side. So, so quite, quite a difference, although I'm sure 70 and very mighty. Uh, and talk a bit about, from a skill perspective, these are very uh, sought after uh, skill sets and therefore individuals who possess those skills. I talk a bit about building a stable of, of an, an ecosystem of great data talent, uh, uh, how you have done so successfully. Yeah, I think um, one of the first things when I, when I came into NRG was, was look at what are the skill sets that we need, we need the most as the pillar. And, and this may surprise a, a number of people, but I, I started with product management. So I wanted the data team to really think from a product management perspective. And so as I looked through the organization and said, uh, who, who are the people that we could bring in um, for, for product management? Crazy enough, uh, we brought in the general manager of the, one of the largest generation plants in the USA as one of my product managers for data. Now he knew nothing about data and data governance, but actually he knows how data can help the business. And I think that's a real critical part and, and that drives that. And, and as I came in, what we started to look at was, how do you create excitement in the organization? How do you create that vision? Um, and, and I think that's, that's what gets people excited as to whether they, they want to join you or whether they want to stay with you. It's, it's, it's really about how are you going to change and how are you going to drive value for the business? And how do you demonstrate that value? And how do you get that acknowledgement? Ultimately, it's a, a significant change program. And, um, and being able to articulate what that is and, and be able to continually drive innovation, value along the way, as well as driving a long-term strategy is, is, is important. You keep the organization, but both the data team and the business excited by being able to keep delivering results that make a difference. Uh, it's, a, it's a very good overview. Uh, I know there are a lot of... Uh, data programs uh, and data organizations across large, complex, scaled organizations like your own that, especially in the early days, it's a lot of experimentation. Um, for lack of a better way of framing it, there's more tactics than there is strategy to it. Mm -hmm. uh, you are somebody, as I mentioned, who has uh, a great breadth of experience here, more than most, having, again, had these responsibilities across multiple complex organizations in very different industries, I might add. And I, I wonder if you could tell, talk a little bit about um, coalescing and developing a strategy to, to provide a, uh, the parameters as to where a data program is going to be pointed, where it will not, uh, and, and provide a bit more focus for the organization. What have been some of the, the ways in which you've gone about doing that, please? Yeah, and I, th I think 
you know, as I as I've spoken to a number of organisations, uh, both as uh, uh, chief data and analytics officers or or executives, I think most organisations know the why they need a data function or an enterprise data function or uh, or a CDO role. They know the what in terms of what it can deliver, but sometimes it's lacking the how. How do we do that? Um, and how do you drive that change um, to become a, a data-driven company? And, and even in my career, as I, as I talk to various companies, the role of a chief data officer is so different. It's so varied. Um, and and it's, it's, it's really trying to grasp what is the business trying to do and then start to, start to set the vision at the executive level. Um, I, and I'm very lucky that I have uh, great executive colleagues, great CEO that, that understands the value, understands this is a change program and helps, helps me and the team uh, from a top-down approach to, to set that vision, to confirm that vision. And then we start on that. And you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a journey. It's a journey from starting from, hey, who are you guys and what are you doing in the organization to being able to demonstrate value and the things that we're doing will drive value to then becoming, you know, you're getting the demand from within the business. So it's, it's, an, interesting, it's an interesting approach. It's not a, an established organization. You're coming in, you're showing why, why you need to do something and you, you have to wait for that, for the organization to suddenly go, oh yeah, I see the benefits. And I see the strategy, and then we start to work on the multi-year program after that. Very interesting. Yeah, you mentioned your your chief executive officer, Mauricio Gutierrez. Uh, he has mentioned that uh, no one owns data; it's an enterprise asset, uh, and, and that would certainly suggest a, a DAC that yours is a role of influence and partnership, as opposed to you know dictating to the rest of the organization as to how things will be done. Uh, that That's data right. existed before you you joined the organization, uh, and and, uh, and and now you are sort of you know forming as you just described. In fact, uh, forming new ways of of uh, uh, manipulating it and drawing conclusions from it for better decisions. Um, talk a bit about that partnership that's necessary and the influencing that's necessary in order to maximize the value out of data? Your emotional intelligence capabilities are pushed to the limit as you first start because you're, you're starting to make sure that you're, to your, to your point, you're not dictating. You're here to help. You're here to, to work together to drive business performance. Um, so telling that story is, is really the important part of that and, and, and making sure that, that the organization understands that. And, and the way I've done that is to, to bring it back to the business pain points. You know, I can talk about data all day in terms of, hey, you should have data governance and you should think about um, a data lake or a single view of the customer. All of those are really interesting, and, but what does that mean to the organization? So, so being able to articulate that story at a, as an executive level is, is really important. And, and that's, that I think is what enables the buy-in to then keep moving and keep going through the organization uh, and to get that partnership. And, and ultimately it's a partnership. It's, it's not a, a singular team that can do that. Um, and, and the other part of this is, you know, NRG is a large organization 
uh, through you know everything from generation through to you know we do trading we, we do um, we sell to CNI customers we sell, sell to uh, you know home residential customers there's a lot of data there's an absolute huge amount of data um, but when those organizations work within their own remit that's great it drives it drives value but if you think about connecting across the value chain that's where you start to see some significant business opportunities. As you, as you think about in our business, the supply in terms of gen generation or buying off the market and the demand from the retail side. And if you can connect the dots and you can start to see where there are opportunities through that value chain to, to drive benefit, then, then, then the, the value you bring multiplies at a, at a faster rate. That's a fascinating overview. And I, I, in a past conversation you and I've uh, had, you described the company's shift to consumer uh, and the way in which uh, data and technology have a, a role to play in, in, in enabling uh, better products and services inside the consumer's home. I wonder if you that's could right. um, talk a bit about some examples of that, how, that bring, how, um, how that's brought to life, if you would. Yeah, so we, we start with, I guess, the, the customer insights and, and really understanding customer needs. Um, so we, we, you know, the data team have spent a lot of time around customer, customer insights, customer lifetime value, you know, the, the mix of products and services, things like pricing elasticity. So the, the traditional customer consumer side of things. And, and so we've done a lot of advanced capabilities are around that. And, and again, you know, just to, to kind of highlight the, the volume of data, we, we see um, energy consumption in a home, certainly in some markets, at a 15 minute interval. So we have, you know, that consumption every 15 minutes. So that's a lot of data if you think about it. And just sifting through that and as a, as a data team working out, well, you know, what are customers doing? What are the, what are the things that we could understand from uh, 15 minute energy consumption. And then as you think about the, that will drive some of the products and services that you might have. You know, a customer may, for example, um, may be prime because of their time of use uh, for a free nights and weekends type of plan. So we can start to use that data to look at relevant products and services for customers. And then as we think about digital, you know, digital engagement um, is, is key for us. So, uh, how do we, as a as an organisation, as we think about more home products and services, how do we create that digital engagement? So, so using technology and the IT teams around uh, the, the the ways to create scalable platforms that we can use across our brands because we have multiple brands uh, across across the US, um, and then even thinking about, for example, a customer data platform. So how do we think about the rich insights that we now gain about our customers? And then how do we think about linking that to all of our channels, whether it's digital, whether it may be our contact centers, or whether it might be um, a, an in-person type of, of sell? How do we, you know, so we spend, we, we kind of go right across the gamut from a, a, a consumer perspective, from the data team using the insights and the, and the IT organization building out those digital platforms and digital capabilities. That's a fascinating set of perspectives there as well, Dak, and emblematic, no doubt, of the increasing sophistication of the, of, uh, the consumer base as well and their, their comfort with and desire to uh, 
to 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 interact digitally and so forth. Very very interesting. Thank you for sharing those. I, no, I, and you would. I, sorry, I was going to please. say, Peter. I would I would think that you know you may say, well, is digital engagement an important thing for a, an energy company? Well, actually, it it critically is. And you know, we our data is, tells us that the more digitally engaged the customer is, the longer that they're likely to to stay with us. So that whole digital strategy and a seamless digital customer experience is massively important. And that's, that really has to be with our brand teams and our product teams has to be delivered by that data and technology platform. Yeah, great, great insights. Um, I know that sustainability, obviously in an, in an industry like yours is a topic that is uh, on the minds and in the plans of, of executives like, like yourself. I wonder if you could talk a bit about the role that data and technology play in sustainability uh, in a company like NRG? Yeah, and, and I don't know whether you, you've seen in our, um, in our releases, you know, we have sustainability goals at NRG, you know, 50% carbon reduction by 2025, net zero by 2050. So th those are important statistics that we stand by, uh, that, that we, we are constantly valuing and looking at how we, how we are progressing against that. And as we think about the data that we have, the, the from our from a customer perspective, we're looking at how do we help how do we help companies? You know, there's there's the new ESG mandates coming out. You know, how do we help our organisations, our customers, uh, with things like Scope Two emissions? How can we use our data to help them file the SEC reports in the future uh, in a way that's easy for them? So we're not only looking at it for ourselves from a perspective as to how do we become carbon neutral and what are we tracking in terms of metrics, but we're also doing it from a perspective of one, how do we think about you know, the, the, the power that we sell and where does that come from? But secondly, from our customer perspective, what are they consuming and how do we help them to be more sustainable in the future? I wonder, Dak, as I mentioned earlier, you've had a real diversity to your experiences as a data executive in hospitality and advertising services prior to your uh, role now in the energy sector. And I wonder in having such a diverse array of experiences with data as a key element across them, that that's the through line, the, the thread pulled through. Um, yeah. what, what insights do you have in terms of uh, the universality of this uh, versus some of the unique attributes of, uh, you know, company by company, uh, you know, did, I'd be interested in your kind of compare and contrast between that, if you would. Yeah, if, if I think about and I look at energy, hospitality, retail, CPG, advertising, there are actually some really key um, themes, themes that come out, I guess, that, um, that are applicable in all organizations, you know, pricing forecasting, customer insights, personalization, digital engagement. Uh, how do we think about relevancy around the customer? And so, so those, those, and so I have, I'd have to say that a lot of those capabilities are, are, are a theme that I see in a lot of organizations. Not to say they don't, organizations don't have them, it's to say, how do we make them better? Uh, and so I think that it's a bit like having a toolkit, I guess, of, of things. Where do you look for when you come into an organization? Where do you look for where those opportunities are? Um, and so invariably, you find pretty much most of them in, in those organizations, which is kind of interesting. But I would say, you know, that that's one part of it. But the key part is you've got to listen because 
you know, the, the, the worst thing you can do is come into an organization and say, yeah, well, I've done this before and you're no different to hospitality. It, you've got to listen. You've got to listen. And that is so important. You've got to think about the those are the themes. But how do you apply that to the sector that you're in? Very interesting. I, you know, there are so many trends that come together in order to breathe life into great data programs and great technology organizations as well. What are some trends that particularly excite you, Dak, as you look to the future? Yeah, I think if I if I think about the trends, I would say the decarbonization of our economy is one of those that is that that stands out. You know, the digitization of every just about everything is is happening, and the you know the hyper customized uh, world we live in. Everybody wants everything now, uh, in the most relevant way to me. So, I think that's um, what that means is that there's a trend where. And you, you talk about sustainability earlier on. Um, it means that customers are paying attention to what companies are doing, and they're doing. They're paying attention in terms of what they're doing in terms of sustainability, what they're, what they're doing to make my life easier, make it more relevant to me, and they're starting to expect more and more and more. And I think that trend is exciting for us because a lot of the capabilities, and we talked about them earlier, is enabled by data and technologies. Um, and you know there are many great data companies out there. There's many great IT um, uh, software packages out there, and they're coming out all the time. I, and, and I think it, for me, it, I think there's some really, really good um, solutions out there, and there's more to come. We know that there's more to come. I, I wonder, and this might be a plug for anybody that's from a, a, a vendor is, how do, you, how do you separate yourself from the market? Because the message is harder to get out there. And, um, and, and for me, it's exciting from a perspective of looking at those, looking at all that data, looking at consumer expectations, and knowing that there are tools out there. The challenge with that is there are a lot of tools out there, and we, we need to work through how, how we can sh shift through that to get to the most relevant products and services that we need. Yeah, really interesting insights again, uh, Dak. I, I, I no, no doubt uh, these are these are rising trends that are going to continue to be of great influence. I wanted to also ask you, um, as somebody who's been an executive multiple times over, again across uh, multiple organizations, what have been some of the difference makers for you, the secrets to your success, uh, especially if you were to say offer advice to people younger than you on your team uh, as to what they might emulate uh, to to potentially walk in your footsteps. Uh, what are some of the things that come to mind, please? Yeah, no, that's a good question, for Peter. I think for me, uh, right, number one is focus on the team. Focus on the culture you want the team to be known for. Now, I, I'm taking away from the what we talked about earlier in terms of paint the strategy, make sure everybody understands, gain that alignment. But I think there is a the, there's a huge element here around focusing on the team and the culture you're building, because everybody's looking at that organization and saying, well, what are they doing and how are they different to what I may already do and how are they going to lead that change? And I think the other part of this is as you, as you build that, we'll stay with the data team, you build that data team is really be aware that your team is going through the change curve as they're trying to drive change management in the organization. And sometimes we forget that. We, we, we build a team and say, hey, go and do this change management. But at the same time, they've got doubts in their head as to 
well, is this going to work? Am I going to be able to drive this change? Are they going to be receptive? And so I spend quite a bit of time with my leadership team working through that and working out where they are in that. I think, as I said earlier on, a heightened sense need for emotional intelligence. You know, you it, it can be a, a a bumpy road as you as you as you navigate through a, a large and complex uh, organization, and and being able to being able to kind of articulate that I'm I'm here to help. I'm uh, I'm assuming positive intent, um, and and that's as simple as that. And I and I think that's. I think you have to gain trust. Yeah, it's so, so important. So, so a high level of emotional intelligence is really important. Um, and to that extent, listen, and listen and be engaged across the organization. Because if you don't do that, again, you become a silo. We do not want to be a silo. And, and somebody once said to me, you know, it, it's, it, putting a data team into an organization is a bit like um, open heart surgery. I know this is a little extreme, but it's a little bit like open heart surgery. You put the heart in and then it kind of functions for a while, but you're always hoping that it, your body doesn't reject the organ. And, um, and I think that's very true. You know, it, everybody gets excited about what the potential is. And again, it's back to that how. How, how are you going to do it? Um, and you, you don't want to be, the, you know, you don't want to be the team that suddenly becomes siloed and, and, and disjointed. Yeah. Um, and you know it, it's simple keep driving business value do it in in small chunks uh drive that drive that change and for my data team i actually give them a target i give them a value target on an annual basis as part of their objectives so they have to they have to hit that target and then they have to get the business owners to sign off on that value hmm. so we are um so we're doing that from a perspective of make sure we're doing the right things. There's lots of things we could do, but what's the right things to do? So we we do that. And um, and, and so, you know, I just say that just being pragmatic and um, uh, and, and making sure that you're taking the team along. And, and, and sometimes with data, there's always an opportunity or slightly being misled to go and go and look at all the exciting things you can do. But it's really about what what makes a difference be pragmatic about what makes a difference and something that's really looks really really interesting today may not be today's problem to fix it may be tomorrow's problem so think strategically about how you weave your story together and what you think is the priority uh, very, very well articulated Dak. I, I really appreciate that broad reflection uh that that in that itself i think uh, is indicative of your high eq uh one of the, the 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 themes you've mentioned a couple of times as being important for for an executive like yourself as well well Dak leonarachi i really appreciate you uh taking time with me today sharing a bit about your career journey uh the the various aspects of the strategy you're driving forward within your organization uh, your perspectives on data and and the, the, its best use and the value to the, to an organization like NRG. It's been a, a great conversation. Fantastic. Thank you, Peter, for having me.